because it's not fun. No. And so really, um, when I'm discontent with myself because I'm not doing what I think I should be doing, it might be making dinner or uh, cleaning or doing whatever, I become kind of less friendly in everything else. And the truth is married couples should be best friends. True. Are you ready to open the door to more romance, fun, and adventure? Or maybe it's compassion, support, and strength you're looking for. Discover real-life stories and a path to overcome the pitfalls every marriage encounters. Welcome to The Extraordinary Marriage. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to win for the new year? Absolutely. All right, so last uh, episode for Jeff and I, we talked about when in December. Jeff, what was that? What's important now? What's important now? So often we think about what's important for our kids, what's important for our finances, what's important in order to pay for our bills, but we forget to, to think about what's important for our relationship. So as we go into the new year, guess what? We're going to cast vision today. We're going to think about what we want for the new year. And you know what? You start over in January, but you can start over every month. You can start over every week. You can start over tomorrow if you need to. And when there's things we want to leave behind, it's important to start over. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I'm on a diet, uh, first day's a charm and I start a diet over, over and over and over. So we can definitely start out trying to figure out how to have a better relationship over and over. So when I think about what we want to leave behind, mm -hmm. what are some things that you, you think, Jeff, that couples should leave behind whenever they're starting brand new? The troubles from last year are behind you. Start fresh, move forward with that. Well, I was reading in Stephen Covey's book, um, The Seven Habits of a Successful Family, actually. And it talked about leaving behind yelling the blame game, being a demanding person, criticizing those that you love, or maybe it's withdrawing when you don't get your way or things don't go right. Mm, I think I might do that once in a while, all right? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but we have to figure out and we have to stop and we have to have a conversation on what do we want to, to leave behind? What do we not want to see this year? And what do we want to see? So let's talk about a few things that we would like to see. What do couples want to see in their relationship? Love. Things in common that you do, you go and you have fun doing, um, special things that you're looking forward to that year, just a number of things. Well, you know, when I think what's important now, I think about this morning, I decided to make some homemade bread. I've had a bread maker for many, many years, and I love just tossing all the stuff into that bread maker and coming out with some yummy bread. Well, a couple of months ago, I decided to um, start a... Um, um, sourdough starter. And, uh, and so I've been putting that in the refrigerator when I'm in between and then I pull it out and I feed it. And yesterday I decided to pull it out and feed it so that I can make bread this morning. Well, you know, all ingredients don't go in the same. And so as I was pulling out my bread after it baked, I looked at my bread 
And instead of having that nice, smooth kind of half circle on the top where it's risen and maybe cracked in the middle, you know, it looks so great. Uh, it didn't have that. And I have to say, this is the first time I've ever made bread where it looks like this, but it looked like somebody had thrown a bunch of crumbly softballs into my bread machine, into the um, the uh, loaf pan. And literally there was about mm, five to seven crumbly looking balls. Uh, and I had looked inside the bread maker and I thought, uh, this does not look like the usual bread. And then I remembered that usually on a bread maker, you put in all the wet ingredients and then you put in the dry ingredients. Then you put the yeast right in the middle of the flour and you put the salt on the outer edges because salt messes up the power of the yeast. Well, I was following a different recipe and it I decided for whatever reason this morning to just put it in exactly like the recipe said, like throw in the yeast and that's in the bottom of the pan, throw in the salt, that's in the bottom of the pan. And what did I say? That salt and yeast don't, don't complement each other. And I thought, uh, this is not the way I usually do this, but I'm like, uh, oh, well, so I just threw it all in. Well, when it started mixing up, let's just say it didn't work out so good. It's important to put the wet ingredients in first. So let's think about that. Even though that bread smelled wonderful in the room, the whole house smelled great. It's kind of like that for couples sometimes. People see them on social media. They see them out in public. Maybe they see them at a restaurant or at church and everything looks like it's going great. Mm -hmm. Like that good smelling bread in our house. But sometimes things aren't going great at home because they're not throwing in the right ingredients. And by the way, I have a free gift you can get at the Extraordinary Marriage slash podcast. At the bottom of my podcast page, you'll find a recipe for a happy healthy marriage. And yeah, if you got it all together, you don't need it. Don't get it. <laughs> but if you were thinking, hey, I know there's some things that need to be better or uh, help, please, then go to theextraordinarymarriage.com slash podcast and grab a recipe for a happy, healthy marriage. Because before, remember when we talked about it, that if people haven't witnessed something, then they don't know how to get it. They don't know how to get the, the recipe. They don't know how to put the ingredients in right. So Jeff, you know, what else do we want to see when we think about what kind of vision do we want to cast this year? What do we, what do we want to see? Well, I think that you have to look at where you've been and where you want to go. And based on what happened previously, you look at what went well and what didn't go so well. And so you want to divest yourself of what didn't go well, unless it's something you have to do, like your job, perhaps. Um, the uh, But focus in on those things that did go well or things that you want to accomplish that year. So I think it's kind of like those ingredients that you're putting into that bread. All those things have to be added in. And sometimes you have to do them in the right order for things to come out right. But I think you're going to talk about vision and goal setting, casting the vision for the future. So that's one of the things that goes into that is 
when you go through and you're casting that vision, you have to set up all the different aspects that go into making that vision become a reality. But when you set a goal, believe it or not, the more times you set a goal and you follow through on getting to that goal, you'll get to that goal because it's just human nature. You automatically will do that. You'll work to get, get to that goal. Okay. So I hear for you all those years in insurance where every year you had to decide how much business that you needed and how many calls you'd have to have to, to get that business. Yeah. Um, every year you had to reformulate and think of that again, didn't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. All right. Uh, also, I think about the fact of even in the last few years for us, I've had to say over and over, oh, we have to stop focusing on what we don't want in our lives, what you don't want at home, what you don't want with your kids, what you don't want at work. And that means focusing on what? Focusing on the positive. <laughs> focusing. Yes, yeah, she's told me that several times, folks. Focusing on the positive. In fact, sometimes I get kind of bothered if we're focusing on too much of the negative, but yeah, I do it myself, but uh, focusing on what we want in our lives. So for me, I know what I like to see is I like to go on vacations and have fun together where uh, we practically leave the phone and the computer behind and we get to focus on one another and having a good time together. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And how about some things maybe that uh, people might have in common? What do you think? Maybe some things people could have in common. Well, I think that each couple has to sit down and talk about that. You kind of put me on the spot on that. I did. The uh, couples have to sit down and talk about what are your interests? If I like football, but you don't like football, that's not something in common. So you have to look and find out what it is. We recently refound that we like to go bowling. We hey. enjoyed that. Oh, we did. That was fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't care for football and you love football, but I just don't care for football. And thank goodness you have like your two sons to watch football with. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? We could take that to ballet class because I like to go um, see like the Nutcracker or uh, ballets or different kind of things like that. But thank goodness we have music in common. Absolutely. And you will go to the theater with me. Yes, I will. Yeah, we love musicals. Yes. Just so we they're do really actually like that. Just so they're not too chick flick or girly, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's great to be able to go and do that, especially because it's musical. Uh, and we have so much in common when it comes to music that all that just really flows together and we can sit and talk about it and, and enjoy reliving the moment that we just experienced. Actually, we've been re-watching some of the podcasts since they just started mm -hmm. a couple of months ago. We were re-watching some of that. And of course, uh, I love listening to all the, the different speakers that have come on and, and their points of view. So the thing is, for the couples out there, if you're listening right now, it's important to think about what you like to do and what does your spouse like to do. If you want to grow together and be united in the new year, you have to start by thinking about what you can do together. Mm -hmm. It's okay to do some things apart, but it's really important to do some things together. Hey, one of those will be simply sitting down at night and eating dinner together, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, driving together. Oh, that's another uh, thing. 
do you really want to go into that? <laughs> <laughs> so usually if we go together, he's driving and I'm reminded how uh, we do go our own ways most of the time in our cars. And uh, what happens when you're driving, honey? Um, uh, you know, you didn't used to, didn't used to bother you the way I drove, but apparently the way I drive now bothers her sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. He likes to be on the back end of people. And I think you should be far away so you don't run into them. I am just in a hurry to get to where we're going. <laughs> and these people are in my way. And usually you're such an easygoing person. But hey, who knows? A person who gets in a the car, they're an easygoing person. And then they're not as easygoing when they get in the car. They become aggressive. We well, all got to have aggression somewhere, right? I, I am sure there's lots of guys and gals out there that totally understand my perspective on that. Okay. But back to vision. Back to vision. Casting the vision of what you want your new year or new month or new week or new day to be like. All right. So let's focus on some of the things that we like to see in marriage. Oh, I like politeness. That's a very good thing. Being kind to each other is very nice. It's also scriptural. <laughs> having good manners, the same good manners that I would have out in public, pretty much having those same manners at home. Sure. Please. And thank you. Yeah. Makes and excuse me. Right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, how about uh, instead of just thinking about what. I want to do, or I want to watch tonight to say, and Hey, what would you like to watch or do tonight? Sure. That's just being nice to each other. Oh, I know. Like taking turns. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, did we learn that as kids taking turns? Oh yes, we did. Yeah, we did. We learned to take turns as children. Hey, how about kids that don't have any siblings? Uh, they don't, they learn to take turns at school, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So hopefully taking turns, not always thinking about myself. Um, what else do you think? Uh, I can't think of anything right now. Oh, I know one that I regained this year. You know, whenever you come in from work, mm -hmm. well, in the past few years, I've been working on my business so much that I, I mean, like nose to the grindstone. I am a fun loving person, but suddenly when I got such drive to reach out to couples, it's like I had so much drive and I was learning so many new things that my nose was to the grindstone. And then I realized this past year that um, I quit greeting you at the door with the kiss, right? Yeah. How'd that make you feel? Well, not as important. Oh. That's okay. You know, I understand. I mean, but the, the thing about that, though, is that I understood your passion and your drive to accomplish what you're trying to do to make a difference in people's lives. And so, therefore, I understand that. But, but not all husbands will do that. And it can't go on forever, right? No, exactly. I mean, yeah. occasionally it's nice to have you actually come to the door and let me in and give me a hello kiss. That's pretty nice. You know, that makes me think about uh, that stopping what you're doing, a stop time. You know, when you work from home, you have to remember that you have to have a stop time because you're not punching a clock anymore, whether you're working for somebody else and you're working at home or whether you're working for yourself. And it is literally having that self-discipline to stop 
and then to move into the next area, even though you didn't leave the office. Um, that even goes over to when we were on vacation last week. We went went to the Biltmore House, and in Asheville, mm-hmm. and uh, we literally had to. Um, I lost my thought. Well, there's things that happen, <laughs> and um, while we were there, I was on the computer doing some work. Oh. I was answering things on my phone, and um, you know, sometimes you have to do those things. But if it's all possible putting that phone down, closing the computer, stepping away from that and and focusing in on your spouse. It makes a big difference in your relationship. Okay. So I think we hit on something that a lot of couples have right there is that uh, our phone, our computer, you know, constant texting, hardly anybody calls anymore. Once in a while, somebody calls, but that texting or checking your email on your phone everywhere you go all, how many times a day? I want you to stop and think right now, how many times a day do you stop and look at your email? And even more than that, do you have your phone in your hand? Maybe you're surfing the web or uh, looking up something on Google. I know I'm doing that all the time. And I would say our phones, well, we can't leave them behind, but. But it is important to put them down. And uh, uh, I'm not as bad as I used to be. I am trying to do better on that. That's as in used to be like uh, a week ago. No, I was thinking like (laughs) 10 years ago. 10 years ago when there wasn't any phones to drag around. No, I had a phone 10 years ago. Anyway, it's whatever. It's like little by little, uh, online and internet has taken people over to where we're sucked in. It's like, uh, even the kids are like wanting to look at something all the time. One of the big things at our house is, Hey, Papa, can I have your phone? The second they come in, the grandkids come in the door, they want to grab a phone. And when we were having a, a family gathering the other day, um, actually it was on, uh, Thanksgiving when we had a gathering, um, you know, all the kids want to use your phone. And of course, I don't know if y'all remember or if we said this yet, but Jeff is a yes person. Do you have a yes person in your house? Yes, people are awesome because they tell us yes. And they're super easy to get along with, but they tell everyone yes. So when you have all the grandkids and no one's telling them no. So guess who had to say, no, we're not using the phone because you know, family, it's a family gathering. It's a time to spend time together, right? Sure, exactly. And that does take me back to dinner time and the importance of if you're two people sitting down, eating dinner together, discussing your day, talking about what's gone on, you know, how can we build better connections? So, you know, if you're listening, I want you to write down about five things that you would like to just leave behind. And you're just going to cross those off, leave them behind. And five things you would like to change this year, things that you think would bring you closer together and um, bring more unity into your relationship, because we're looking at what's important now, because we all like to win. All right. So let's take a minute. That's one other thing that goes along with that. And that is learning to communicate. When you put your phone down, when you close that computer, when you divest yourself of all the things that you want to get rid of and you start focusing in on your spouse, one of the big things there is learning communicate because sometimes if, if you've been communicating with your spouse via text all day long and you come home and you're texting her still because, and she's in the next room over. Okay. (laughs) Uh, 
you've gone too far, you know? So learn to communicate, sit down and talk because in that you're going to find out what her interests are and she's going to find out what your interests are. You'll find things in common. And it's just, a, it's a better relationship builder um, than not doing it. Well, you know, a lot of this goes back to those love languages, mm-hmm. you know, spending time together or uh, having touch, like just sitting close, holding hands, um, having those conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause back to those love languages, but another thing that, uh, uh, challenges couples, Ooh, this time of year, because we all just bought a bunch of Christmas presents and, and attended, maybe we traveled and we had travel expenses is finances. Yes. You know, everything takes planning and it's kind of like being proactive or you're being reactive. And a lot of, a lot of us are reactive this time of year uh, because we forgot to be proactive and plan our budget and plan how much we'd spend on Christmas. Right. True. So uh, what are the difference between you and your spouse on finances? Is it, uh, are you both savers? Are you both spenders? Um, Who keeps the budget? Who actually writes out the bills? Those kind of things can cause a lot of stress. And what happens when other things come up? Hey, I know whenever we were just redoing our bedroom upstairs, uh, just like five months ago, remember, like once we started, we made that decision to um, put new carpet in. We made a new decision to redo our master bathroom. I mean, that decision had been long coming we had been thinking about it for years, years. <laughs> years and we finally stepped out and did it. But what happened about that time that we started, we spent all that money on that bathroom. Everything started breaking. Everything started breaking. We had a tree hit our house. New refrigerator, uh, air conditioning unit messed up and we had <laughs> had that fixed. Um, seemed like there was something else. I can't remember what it was. It was I think there was something else. It's like we would oh, like to forget. We had to get a new dryer. Oh my gosh, that's right! And we had to get the roof fixed because the tree fell on it. Right? That's, yeah. So <laughs> sometimes, you know, we get really stressed out when we have too many uh, financial unexpected things come up, and we get stressed out. And then how do how do we react? Um. Well, you know, a lot of couples, it's they take it out on each other. Sometimes. You know, because you've got so much stress because of the finances, uh, she doesn't understand, although she probably doesn't understand completely. Um, we have all this going on. And who do we take it out on? Who do we end up raising our voice to? Who do we end up saying something that we regret saying the second we say it is the one that we love the most? And so, um, you know, don't do it. If you're struggling that it's so much easier just to say to your spouse, hey, I'm really struggling with this. These finances are just overwhelming me. I feel like I've got the weight of the world on my shoulders. And so that's another part of communication is communicating with your spouse what's going on with you and how much that's concerning you or how much is bothering you or whatever may be going on. Well, right there, you're talking about sitting down and talking about it instead of just allowing it to fester. And, you know, like some people close down, some people get bitter and frustrated and yell. And so people react in all different ways to that. But guess what? You can do anything if you do it one bite-sized piece at a time. And 
sometimes we put off making a decision, mm -hmm. you know, in how we're going to handle something. We just push it aside instead of doing it because we just want to ignore it. But guess what? Just like problems in your relationship, don't go away. Right. Finances that are hanging over your head, don't go away. You have to <coughs> figure out how you're going to uh, work with those. And it actually, you know, two heads are always better than one. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, don't suffer in silence. Talk with each other. What I found for us is that, um, let's see, let's talk about our talents. Let's see. Your talents are book knowledge and history. This is from my point of view, right? Sure. History. Uh, you have a great listening ear and, um, you'll always listen to me of which I'm very thankful. Um, uh, but your talents are like smarts because you're like, you're in the top of our graduating class. So yours are in smarts. And I figure I'm kind of pretty regular. I don't consider you regular, honey. I think that, yeah, it may be that from a book smart standpoint, I remember a lot of what I learned where sometimes it's not, no offense, in your brain, uh -oh. it's not that important. So <laughs> it's, you don't have to remember, you don't care who won the battle at Chickamauga in the Civil War. This is true. You know, I mean, it's not it's not daily information you need. OK, um, but the uh, besides having the great looks that you have. Oh, okay? No, I mean, really, you have a lot of common sense where when we first got married. Those are things that I I thought I had common sense, but I've come to learn that I really didn't have that much good common sense. Um, and I trusted everybody, which you mm. can't always get along with doing that because it can sure mess up your finances trusting that's a big one yeah yes i am cautious and you're trusting yeah but that's okay it's good there's good in being cautious but it's also good in being trusting well i think probably i'm also extremely analytical yes you are very <laughs> analytical the uh, you as as Mary did in the bible she pondered all that happened whenever baby jesus came along you did say you do the same thing. Well, maybe not ponder and baby Jesus come along, but you ponder everything that goes on in life. Mm, I think that was a squirrel comment. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just came out of nowhere. You know, <laughs> we do that. You know, when we're driving in the car, we're we're uh, driving along and maybe we're talking about something. And either one of us does that where we see something and we're like, oh, look at that. You know, like right in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. Squirrel. That's yeah. another thing that grabs attention and causes conflict. Sometimes, Absolutely. Right. Are you listening to me? <laughs> that would probably that would probably be one of ours. But as far as finances go, it's important to sit down and draw out a budget. Have you ever done that? You know, sit down and draw out a budget. What are your monthly bills? What are all the things that you usually have to pay? And then leave, I used to call it miscellaneous money. Um, and I'd have this little spot where this was my miscellaneous money. Now we happen to be in a place in our life now that we don't have to count every penny, but boy, do I remember when our kids were little Absolutely. and those first years, even those middle years. And, you know, you had to keep a budget or that charge card was going to grow, grow, grow. Absolutely. And these days you have to, even if you had a budget a few years ago, if you haven't stopped to rebudget, you better be doing it because everything has gone up so very, very much in the last three years that, Absolutely. uh, you better rebudget, or if you haven't, your charge card's growing. Ouch. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings out there. For real. <laughs> For real. 
So finances are important because communication and finances, communication and money Mm -hmm. are your top problems for couples. And, you know, as we cast vision for the new year and for a new start, we want to figure out what caused us problems last year and what would we like to change and change just like chipping off a, a, a large amount of money that you owe, you know, it's bite-sized pieces. Change happens one little thing at a time. That's true. In fact, that makes me think of, uh, I have a, a little tiny mini, cor- mini course and it's called 10, oh dear, 10 days to a happier, healthier marriage. 10 days to a happy marriage. Why? And it it addresses one thing. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's one thing that most of us do wrong and it gets us in trouble. And it literally addresses it each of those 10 days. And by the time you listen to it, you're starting to get a new habit. Right. And that's what the new year is about is developing new habits. Absolutely. So what would you like to see this year? That's different from last year. Can you think of anything? Well, I think that um, it would probably be nice to get away maybe more often. Ooh, I second Uh, that. Not to be so focused in on what we're working on all the time and to step away from that, just step out of that and focus in on each other. Uh, that's always important to do. And we did that last week and that was fun. It was fun. It was refreshing because you get so busy with the day-to-days. Absolutely. And for couples who have kids, oh my goodness, you need to have a date night. You've heard me say that and you'll hear me say it over and over. What else do you think? Time together, um, vacation. Yeah. I, I like that. The um, I don't know. I think that setting goals and, and accomplishing things that you want to see happen uh, for the future is always important. Um, but um, I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I put him Give on the spot when we're doing this. I put him on something. the spot. It's kind of different whenever you're talking with uh, somebody else, but when you're talking to your spouse, because you talk about all different kinds of things. But um, let's see, even for myself, what would I like to see? Gosh, whenever I think about that, it doesn't really even just come to my uh, just my relationship. But you know what? Everything affects my relationship. I would kind of go inward and I would think about, you know, being more organized in my home, getting back to habits of doing um, maybe this isn't very interesting, but house cleaning, because, you know, like I kind of don't do that as much because it's no fun. and I don't like to. <laughs> anyway, well, um, don't do things. It's not fun. no. And so really, um, when I'm discontent with myself because I'm not doing what I think I should be doing, it might be making dinner or uh, cleaning or doing whatever, I become kind of less friendly in everything else. And the truth is married couples should be best friends. True. Married couples should be best friends. And so we have to focus in as we restart on all the things that we like about our spouse. And sometimes we even have to use positive words for ourselves because I don't know about you, but I'm really hard on myself. And I use negative words to myself when talking to myself. But I actually don't do that with my spouse. We 
we don't do that really, but there's so many, (laughs) me too. Um, we, we really lift each other up and that's why we've been married over 40 years, but that doesn't mean that we don't have our ups and downs. We don't have our, you know, where we're closer together. And then, uh, other times, you know, we find ourselves kind of going different directions. Um, and so it's constant, it's constant. And so here in this brand new year, or if you're listening to this another time and it's a new day for you, it's important to remember to be best friends with your spouse, mm-hmm. um, like each other, treat each other in a way that you want to be treated so that you do like each other. Exactly. And decide what you want for the new year. Plan what you'll do together. Plan your finances, set that budget and figure out, you know, or if you have a, a big bill coming up, figure out how you'll, you'll pay for it. Bye, bye, bye. Don't let it stress you out. Did you know that we all react to stress differently? Yes, we do. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, we do. We all, re- and that is something I teach in communication styles is, and the communication secrets class, right. you know, how we all react differently. And sometimes we take it personal and we start not liking our spouse, our spouse, but this year, we're going to work on liking our spouse. Let me tell you a quick story uh, that I heard a pastor talk about. And he said, your marriage is like your golf game. He was an avid golf player, loved to go play, played at least once a week, sometimes more than that. But what he said was this. He said that just like you go out and you practice hitting those shots, you practice all these different aspects of the golf game, baseball, tennis, whatever sport it is that you're into, um, pickleball, whatever. Um, you have to practice to get better at that. In marriage, you have marriage is work. Okay. I mean, (laughs) well, I don't mean that in a bad way. It is though. You, you have to listen, you have to work with your spouse. You can't just, you know, haphazardly walk through this relationship because that's that person is so important to you you're willing to do whatever and so you have to practice that you have to work at the different aspects communication is one of those but there's there's so many different things that you have to work at and you have to you you love your spouse where they are and then you begin to grow into that relationship deeper and deeper so that you want to keep that same type thing. You want to keep that passion, that love, that foundation that you built together. And the only way to do that is to work at that. And that is like we started with, find something in common, do things together. If that's a vacation, because that's a way to get away, then take vacations, you know, Um but those are just, those are, that's important. I just thought I wanted to share that I story. I like that. You know? I like that. That was great. It, it's it's a practice what you want to see. Yeah. And you got to build that foundation and it takes practice and it's bite by bite, right? That's right. That's awesome. All right. So we will see you next week on The Extraordinary Marriage. If you've been encouraged today, please hit subscribe and help me spread the word by sharing with your friends. You'll find show notes and how you can connect with today's guest at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. Get ready to uncover the best kept secrets of happy, healthy marriages and gain the power of understanding how you and your spouse think, act, and respond differently. Learn more about the unique communication secrets for marriage at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. This is your host, Connie Durham, and I'll see you next week.